Hey guys, welcome back again to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigars, Cigar Soapbox, and of course, coming to you live from beautiful Phoenix, Arizona in the Huddle Up Store studios. And this is a very special podcast because we're actually videoing this podcast and trying out some of the audio with it and everything else like that. So if you ever heard any of our podcasts or anything else like this, this will be the very first video drop that we dropped that we're doing all syncing simultaneously and everything else like that. So uh, we're going to be looking at each other. We're talking to you and everything else like that uh, in the midst of this. So hopefully we sound okay and everything's good. So this is going to be our first, very first test. So JB, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, bro. Good, good. If you guys don't know who I am, my name is Bradley. This is JB. We work at Zeal Cigars, and uh, we're very, very, very excited to talk about the topic that we're going to talk about today. JB actually was in Vegas this past weekend, and you sent me a clip, right? Yes. Yeah, well, I saw something in Vegas. Okay, yeah. And then... I don't know if like maybe my phone heard me talking to my wife about it, uh-huh. but then like my YouTube the next morning, cause I get up super early and even when I'm up, everybody's coming back from the clubs in Vegas and right, I'm waking right. up going, all right, who's still open and got the <laughs> coffee. It's 4 30 AM. Let's roll. Right. Right. So right. I'm wandering around Vegas at like 4 30 in the morning going mm-hmm. to get coffee or whatever. Okay. And I'm looking at my phone and all my YouTube is popping up, is popping up all this stuff that, it, that happened that I was talking to my wife about. Mm. And a long story short, what it was, was it was, uh, I, I, I was woken up the first night we were in Vegas to one guy basically, um, being yelled at by this chick and in the parking lot. And, um, when I went to the balcony and looked out the, it was like, uh, one dude was like yelling at these other, like four or five guys. And uh, dude was pretty big and you know, they were all like me, like, you know, little whitery dudes, you know, just mm-hmm. get small and skinny. Okay. And, uh, She's all yelling, telling this dude to go away, but he like keeps like going at him. And then eventually what happens is, is they push him into one of the cars and then all those guys jump him and then they all just start beating him up. Now, obviously I have no context to context to why this is happening. Right, right. Maybe the guy deserved his butt kicked. I I don't know the story. Right. But yeah, YouTube started putting up all these things that are happening in like uh, California, um, there Chica- was a, Chicago. Chicago. Yep. That was the one that, that I one, sent yeah. you. Yeah. Um, and, so and other put, states too. I'll put the video up here so you can actually see what JB is talking about. And do me a favor and talk me through the video a little bit. I, like what, what, when you see what's happening right here with these, I guess these are teenagers, right? Yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know if I'd put the whole video up, yeah, but yeah. you could definitely get an idea from a point of it. But um, from what I'm understanding, these guys, these kids are getting together in social media groups and they're just, uh, basically just getting together and beating the shit out of people man. right right and right, uh, right, right. robbing stores um and uh you know the the question that i came up with today which kind of sparked the thought on the this podcast and, mm-hmm. and video in it for you guys was are are we going to get to a point where people are going to get so fed up with the 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 blind eye that mm-hmm. the the government and the people that are supposed to help protect us are turning to this kind of stuff right now. Mm-hmm. Like right now, like as, as law abiding citizens, people are afraid to intervene with this because ultimately you're the one that goes to prison for it. Right. 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 So, but are we getting to the point where we're like, Batman comes out, like Spider-Man shows up, like we start getting vigilantes, like do people start taking action? Do shop owners just start saying, I'm just going to start killing people. Like, are we going back to the wild, wild west? Going straight to the wild, wild. I had to give Will Smith a little play. Right, right, right. But what, a little slap action. A little slap action there, yeah. Uh, so this is really interesting. This comes on the, the heels of a conversation I had with my wife last night 
about something I told my son to do, which was vigilante justice in uh, eighth grade, where oh, his, yeah. his sister was getting picked on. Many of you guys know the story. And uh, uh, a guy threatened to yeah, do something bad to her. Rape my daughter, yeah. basically. And uh, I told my son that he is my hand of justice on the campus. And I care more about protecting my family than I do about uh, following whatever kind of ward laws that the school has and everything else like that. And I said, this guy doesn't apologize. Then uh, take care of him, you know? And he did. He did very well. And uh, I don't regret that. I don't apologize for that in any way, shape, and form. And I think a father's job is to protect his family and a son's job is to protect his uh, sisters. And I did the same thing in high school with my sisters, protected them. And I, 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 but I, go ahead. I think what we're getting at here though, is like, when do you step out of that and you start protecting the other people around you because you're so tired of seeing these other other people getting hurt. I think, I think we're at a point we don't, I mean, first off, it's not covered very well. And if it is covered, it's covered negatively by the media. When somebody steps up and steps in and does something, you know, uh, and not to be controversial or anything else like that, but you got the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. You got other things uh, that happen out there with people trying to be uh, helpful that you know end up, even by happenstance or accident, yeah. doing vigilante type things uh, just by protecting themselves. And I think that there's things that happen like that continually all the time uh, that the media won't cover. But it doesn't. It's not. It's not very. Uh, it's not. Se- it's not a sexy sell, and it's not what the you know, the government or what people want at this point, people want to see, you know, all this kind of stuff and they, they like drama. And so when you see a bunch of teenagers beating somebody up, that's very dramatic and nobody doing anything and people taking video of it uh, is even more astounding. And I think one of the questions that we have here is, you know, if you saw that, if you saw what we just showed you in the video, what would you do? Would you, would you intervene? Would you, uh, walk away. What would you do at that point? And I, I think this comes on the heels of, you know, we're, we're, we've got the, uh, the heels of, uh, we just came through the pandemic and a lot of the stuff was happening during the pandemic. Um, people trying to defend themselves, people disagreeing on masks, no mask, things like that. And what ends up happening is people politicize it when it's not a political issue. It's a, it's a safety issue. It really is a safety it's issue. It's a humanitarian yeah. issue at this point, right? 100%. And so when that happens, you have to really think to yourself, I, if, do I want this happening on my block? Do I want this happening in my city? Do I want this happening in my county? Do I want it? You know, eventually people are going to get tired and you have to do something about it. You yeah. can't just simply uh, play games with, I mean, there's, there's violent men only respect one thing and that's violence back. You, you cannot be, uh, complimentary. You can't be diplomatic and so on and so forth. So when someone's being violent towards you, the only thing that's where physics come, comes into play that an action creates an equal reaction. And when you don't have an equal reaction to that violent men get away with, with, you know, murder essentially, uh, eventually. And I think that's one of the things that, that I'm really concerned about is that more people aren't going, you know, I, I good men, when good men don't stand up and do anything, what happens? Evil prevails. Well, they're afraid to, mm-hmm. right? Like if, if we walk outside right now, and actually this this happened the other day, you mm-hmm. were you were in a meeting with, um, oh man, you were sitting in the lounge with somebody and you were having a meeting. Okay, and um, I randomly just got up and walked out of the meeting and I went outside. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know if anybody noticed, but nobody said anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went outside because um, across the street there was um. A gentleman who was they were doing yard work and they were cleaning and blowing the all the stuff off of the um off the parking lot right right right. and um some other guy probably a homeless guy right he was tweaking out and he 
walked up on this this guy that was uh, blowing, mm-hmm. um, and he starts like yelling at him and getting in his face, and the dude stops blowing the 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 blower, and he starts you know like go away, go away, mm-hmm. and it kept getting escalated more, and the guy kept getting closer and coming in farther and getting more erratic. So right. I actually stepped outside and I was standing right there, and I just kind of let the dude with the blower know like, hey, I'm. I got you. I'm watching, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then eventually that guy walks away and goes away. Right, right. Had right. I intervened though, mm-hmm. and something did start happening, and let's say I go and I maybe I pull the guy off or I hit the guy or I kick the guy, whatever, that's mm-hmm. beating up on the dude that's just trying to do his job. Right, right. That guy could probably sue me and I could go to jail for that. Well, I, or I, at least there would be a case that I would have to defend myself in. Right, right. And I think that's that's the hard part is that you we have to start risking that stuff anyways. I'll give you an example. Like, uh, when my, my wife and I were first married, we lived in an apartment um, on the east side of Cincinnati, and there was the craziest thing in the entire world. I was sitting there one Sunday afternoon, literally on the floor, reading a book, and I hear scuffling outside uh, in the parking lot. And what ends up happening is literally there's a girl fighting with her boyfriend, and he's trying to leave uh, gets in his car. She jumps on the hood of the car, holds on to the windshield wipers, and he's screaming down the parking lot. Dude, and I, all, all I'm hearing in my head is Carrie Underwood. So I dug my keys into right? the side. It, and what 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 was really fascinating about this is nothing stopped, and nothing would have stopped if I didn't get out of my balcony and yell profusely at him. Hey, knock it off! Yeah, stop it. That's not the place for this. And uh, you know, both of them were shocked. They were they were shocked that somebody did something. And I was like, knock it off. And they stopped and everything else like that. And what ended up happening, another girl comes out and the two girls get in a fight. And I guess it's over this guy. And uh, the two girls get in a fight. Later on, that girl who was uh, uh, assaulted by the other girl comes up to our apartment door, knocks on the door, ended up happening to be a neighbor of ours and says, would you be willing to testify in court to what you said? And I'm like, absolutely, I will. She goes, well, it could be crazy because this guy's, a, you know, he's a known felon and everything like that. And this girl's got a rough past. I'm like, I don't care. I have no, I have no care about that. I really don't. I mean, if, if good men don't stand up and do something about that, you know, then evil prevails. It just, it just does. And so, if evil is prevailing around you and you're allowing it to happen, well, then you're part of the problem. That's part of the problem. You have to do something. You have to say something. Now, there is times where you can't do anything, or you're with your family and you're like, if I intervene right now, I have kids and I, I can't, I can't do anything right now because my kids are around me. Yeah, you know, and things like that. But more often than not, more people can do stuff. But you're right because of the justice system and how it's set up and everything else like that to be pro criminal versus pro good guy, obviously uh, it, it ends up really hurting us. It really hurts. Us. I mean, there's judges that are paid off and everything else like that. And, um, but there's, there's also times to be wise about it. Yeah. There's also time to be wise about it. This is a very well-known story. We told about this. We talk about it in the shop. Uh, I was hit in the back end with my uh, Denali by a, uh, a known gang member. And, uh, and when I got out, I, I saw the tats. I knew exactly what gang he was in and everything else like that. And uh, we were talking about it. My my car had no damage. His car was totaled. My car's a truck, and he was driving like a you know a, a compact. And uh, I, at that point, I was like, I don't I don't really need to do anything right here. And and plus, I don't want the I don't want the problem of having this guy or something like that you know try to search me out because I had zeal cigars on the back of my truck you know back of my truck. And uh, you know and, and there's certain times where you can absorb the pain of something like that. And my car was like scratched. My bumper was scratched. Literally, that's all it was. And I told him the guy, but I also didn't want the heat that would come with something like that. So, but there was nothing violent that he was threatening with, threatening me with or anything like that. Actually, the guy was very apologetic and, uh, literally his boss came down later on and said, Hey, thanks for, you know, uh, letting this guy off. And yeah, 
they throw this guy off and you know he, he's, he's fresh out of the pen and he's trying to get his life right and you know he works for me and stuff like that so you know as a result there's a time to do that and to step up and stop it but there's no evil to be stopped there but i also didn't want the the pain the headache that would come dealing with certain people in that gang necessarily so having a business you know right down the street from where the accident happened yeah no it's it it's getting interesting man because it's like I've, I've been saying this for years and it's um you know people aren't <laughs> bad people aren't afraid of the repercussions of their actions yes yes law-abiding citizens and good people with moral compasses who who actually you know care about life and things like that right mm-hmm. value the life right they they do care mm-hmm. right so it makes it a lot harder because those people aren't afraid of the repercussions mm-hmm. so and what are the repercussions right now mm-hmm. there are none yeah, it's there. It, there are no repercussions unless they unless one of them gets caught or gets hit back and gets knocked out. Right. Like there are no repercussions for their actions. So like say say like say like DeSantis, for example, I'm only mm-hmm. using him because he's kind of he's kind of wild. Right. Yeah. What if he in Florida says, hey, if groups of people start beating up people in Florida and there's valid proof that somebody came in and did and used a some sort of defense mechanism to protect these people, you are amnestied. Yeah, you are protected. You are right. not going to go to jail right. for protecting somebody and, else from getting jumped. And there are certain laws like that. Like we have a castle law here in in Phoenix, Arizona, or in Arizona in particular, that if somebody comes into your into your house and is threatening you with bodily harm, you have the right to defend yourself. But that's your home, though. Yeah. We're, we're yeah. talking people in the middle of a grocery I, store. I, I understand that. I, I, what I'm saying though is that I think that has to be there has to be laws provided, and we have to elect people that would say, you know, if you're somebody who steps in to stop a crime steps in to stop something like that then you are you know in some way shape and form protected but then from that you ooh, know but i'm gonna play the devil's advocate with you yep because then vigilante crime yeah happens. so yeah, right so, but then yeah. do you have fucking batman coming did you have batman coming out here and like you know showing up in his like freaking mech suit like just decking fools you know what i mean like well, I, I think i think you 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 have a better chance of that happening now than regular citizens just saying, look, I mean, we need to police ourselves. That's the whole point of neighborhood watches. You know, you need to police yourself. And, and just so you know, like in my neighborhood in particular, there are uh, my neighbor, I know my, I know all my neighbors and I communicate with them very, very well. And there was a new neighbor who moved in up the street, a bunch of college kids. Right. And they got a, they got a good house and everything. And, uh, but they drive very, very, very fast down our street. And so it, it's really weird being the old guy that yells at the young kids driving fast. Cause I was, because I was the young guy at one point, right? <clears throat> Sorry. The, uh, but I, I think that needs to happen from time to time. And so at one point, those guys were flying down the street. My neighbor and I put our hands up and kind of stop and say, Hey guys, just slow down a little bit, slow down. Come on. And we got kids, you know, and they were like, Oh, okay. Okay. And so on and so forth. And we weren't picking a fight. We weren't trying to, you know, slash your tires or throw nails on the road or anything. Yeah, it's else not, like it's that. not what you say. It's how you say it. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And they respected it and said, okay, okay, okay. You know, so I, I think, and I've done that a couple of times with, with several of them. So I think that that's, that's important when they know you're in, in the neighborhood and so on and so forth. And I've not had, um, many people react poorly, although over time before I have had, had, I have had people react poorly to, uh, vigilante justice what you would call vigilante justice when i'm like no i'm sorry you know this is this is not right and i'm not gonna let you do this and so on and so forth um to where 
if somebody came in and tried stealing cigars and walking out, that would not happen. Right here, that that just, that well, just unless, unless we just didn't see it. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. But if someone's sneaky slowly coming in here and grabbing it and walking out, no, no, I'm going to stop you. I'm going to use physical force to do so. But I, I think that there's a point where you know, in all honesty, you know, you have to watch that. You have to watch somebody comes in and just and just grabs merchandise and takes it off your shelf and walks out and you do nothing about it. That basically sets a tone for anybody else to come and do the exact same thing. And you've got to stop that. You absolutely do. I mean, look at it this way, right? Um, billion dollar corporations are closing their doors and moving their business out of cities right now. 100%. Closing their billion dollar companies. Target. Target's the big one. Target's Walmart. The big one. Yeah. And Walmart as well. Yeah. Walmart closed a San Francisco. Whole Foods closed mm -hmm. a San Francisco store. Walmart closed all their stores in Portland because they're taking mm -hmm. more losses than right. they are making sales. Right. Yeah. But why do you think so many people moved out of California? It wasn't just for the taxes. Right. Am I wrong? No, Let's I think be the honest. cost of living went up a lot. Just be freaking honest for a second. That's why. You can say the cost, the taxes, and everything like that, but there's a lot of crime going on there. I personally haven't met anybody that's moved out of California because of that reason. I personally have. And okay. we have customers have said that. Okay. Yeah, so like as a result, like there's people who move out because I mean, you don't want to raise a family well, you, there. You, I do remember you saying there was one guy that we talked to who he said everybody at the apartment complex leaves their windows down and their trunk open. At the apartment complex? Because there's so much crime. Because people just break, break into in the cars. And, yeah, 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 exactly. I do and remember so, you saying that. Yeah, dude. And so it, it, it's a big deal. And if, and if again, if good men stand by, then evil prevails. And so if, you're, if you consider yourself a good man and you want justice and you want people to obey the laws and you obey the laws, well, then you have to, in some way, shape, and form, support those laws by, by enforcing them even yourself when nobody's there. I mean, we... You know this as a, as a reason. And I, I think what, what what's going to happen is now if people start doing that, here, I'll kick you a scenario. Now, if people start doing that and people start dying because of that, then you get the Wild Wild West. Well, it's, then I you mean, get the Wild Wild West. And you, you, got a, you got a good guy. Eventually, up. somebody's going to snap, bro. Right, right. And I think that's what you're seeing happen from time to time is people snap and they go, I mean, it's, it's, it's the, what's that movie that was like the, the kid dressed up as a superhero? And uh, he got a bunch of superheroes behind Kick Ass. Oh, yeah, 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 the movie Kick Ass. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, one. so like it's an old movie, but like it, some people will, will do that. Some people will start thinking that way. It's like you know, I want to patrol the streets, and this has been happening for years in other cities and so on. So we're, where neighborhoods just get together and they do neighborhood watch, they all walk together around. It happens in in gangland infested places, and it's going to happen here more and more because in Phoenix, the biggest thing that we have is the cartel. Mm. we know we have the cartel here we know the other cartel here and i mean i literally just heard it was it was on a video where uh, uh i guess a couple guys from the cartel were driving down 51 had a barrett 50 cow on the dash oh yeah yeah and it was like what in the world a barrett 50 cow on the dash and it was on video it was on video so so that's why we have to elect officials that are pro justice pro law pro police so that we can make sure that like we have safety here we have to do that and when you don't you get an unsafe city and phoenix quite frankly i think if, if it's not number one it's in the top five uh places for sex trafficking trafficking right now yeah you know so that's but, why and, and, and in, dude ohio is high on that list a hundred percent yeah and so as a father of two girls okay of two ladies um my youngest is 17 years old she doesn't go out at night not without her brother she just doesn't, you know, so if she wants like last night um, or night before last, it was probably like 10 o'clock at night. She's like, dad, I'm starving. 
I'm like, well, there's food in the fridge. She's like, no, I want Taco Bell, you know, like a good teenager. And uh, my son just came home and I'm like, Cam, go with her. Cam and Cam's just sitting there. Oh, dad, I'm so tired. I want to go home. I go to, I get up to work and go to go, go to work at five o'clock. And, and I'm like, that, that, that's fine. That's fine. I, I don't care, but you're not going Madeline unless Cam goes with you, you know, and that's just a safety. That's a safety precaution because we live in a dangerous city. We just do, you know? And so and I would say that Phoenix, more than most cities, is Wild Westish. It is. We have open carry laws and everything else like that. You can conceal carry and everything here. So here, it's very important that you make sure that your your kids, your children, know that if they're going to go out at night, in particular, they never go out by themselves, especially young ladies. Especially young ladies. Yeah. Well, and there's a there's another interesting piece of this, especially particular as it pertains to Phoenix. And I'm sure there's other parts of the country that are experiencing this too. I'll have to ask my dad what it's like back home, but uh, there are a abnormal amount of guys getting ready to retire from all of these police agencies, sheriff's departments, uh, deep uh, you know, highway patrol, local police departments. Right, like. Uh, I was just talking to one of our regular, we have like probably like four or five police officers that yes, come in do. here on a regular yes, basis. Yeah. And, um, I was talking to one the other day and he said that, uh, there's from just his, his, his department. Um, there's lots of different departments here. Uh, I think he said 75. Oh, wow. And they're not anywhere near being able to backfill that. Right. 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 I think he, I think they said they're paying kids 75 grand straight out of the Academy plus a bonus. Yeah. So, so here's what, here's what's crazy. So if, if a society doesn't support the people that enforce the laws, okay. And questions them continually because of a few bad eggs, and I'm not saying every cop's good. Okay. Because of a few bad eggs, what ends up happening is there's a great mistrust between the police and society and you could put every kind of committee in the entire world saying use your words use your words use your words again violent men don't use words okay they they use weapons to hurt people and so you need to have law enforcement to enforce the law so that they don't hurt people and you're one of those people you know that's why it's important to elect officials that are pro police and pro law and pro like so that so that we're all safe you know and not not overwhelmingly like strict and everything else like that, but there needs to be sincerely like a, just a reality to where people go, okay, look, yeah, this, this is getting out of hand a little bit and, and it'll, you'll put up with it until it hits your yard. You'll put up with it until it hits your house in some way, shape and form. Yeah. And, yeah I mean, you'll put up to somebody it. in your family is the one that gets jumped. Your cars are the ones that get broken into on the street. When I, when I, when I moved to Phoenix, Arizona from Cincinnati, Ohio, uh, there was Cincinnati's pretty bad there were, and, and, but, but I lived in the suburbs, right? And so I live in the suburbs here. Well, not the whole time. You, know? you didn't live there the whole time. I lived in the city a little bit, but, um, there's a great majority of my life. I, I grew up in the suburbs and even in the city of Cincinnati, I didn't see much crime necessarily outside like, of like, like where was Cincinnati Christian at? In comparison uh, to Cincinnati University. Oh, it was in Price Hill. It was a very bad part of yeah, town. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah, you was drive, there, bro. I know. I had to drive through the ghetto. I had to drive through the ghetto to get to college. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I know you were there. Yeah, I got I got mugged. I got mugged one time. What? Somebody jumped in. Yeah, somebody jumped in my uh, my car and uh, stuck something in my side, and I thought it was a gun. He thought it was a gun and took me to uh, behind this place called, called Union Terminal and stole my money and then got a bunch of guys to come try to beat me up, and, I, and he happened to be standing out of my car and i took off and i tried to hit everybody on my way out <laughs> um so and i was like 19 at the time it was crazy so uh that but that's that's one of those things and it, and it does rock you because i literally went from there to take an exam and ended up getting a d on the exam 
Um, yeah, it's not like this stuff. And you just proved the point. Like it, this stuff isn't new. Yeah. But the problem yeah. is, is like whether it's becoming more apparent because of social media, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. But I, I can, I've never I, seen it like this before. I don't think, ex- I don't think apparent is the right word. I think it's accepted. I think it's becoming more accepted. Like oh, that's what we got to deal with now. And like, but when you have young people putting out channels on social media and social media being okay with it. I mean, they banned us for being a cigar channel. I know, know, but I can go watch Ukrainians shoot Russian soldiers on YouTube right now. It's so weird, man. Um, (laughs) So, I mean, it's, it's just that it's everything's so backwards. It's like on certain things we're trying to like, you know, play, you know, uh, mom, pa kettle with everybody and make everyone, you know, uh, super trigger, super uh, sensitive to everything. And on the other hand, We'll let people tear down whole cities with riots. Yeah, I mean, this this it's crazy. It's insane. It really is. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. So what's this? What's the solution? You think that's what I was getting ready to say? Was like I don't really know. I don't really know how you could get ahead of it without. Oh man, see, you're getting into the thin, the very thin line of like, okay, like San Francisco, it's really bad right now. Yes, from what I've been hearing. Yes. Do you uh, send we, the National we, Guard in? We cho- no, dude. You can't send the military in, man. You just you can't. I mean, the minute the military steps into something, then it becomes a federal issue. Right. And you don't want a federal issue in a state. You just don't. I mean, that's why I think that. I mean. But that, how does the state take care of it? I, I, that's Well, you look at the lawmakers in the state, and you're like, that's why we have what we have. And so you have to elect better, better lawmakers. I mean, you have Gavin Newsom, who's so light on crime, it's ridiculous. I mean, Kamala Harris came from there. You know, so everyone's light on crime and everything else like that. And it's just, it's, it's, it's completely terrible for the people that are living there. And I'm not trying to be political with it. I'm just telling you the truth. And you know, this, you, I mean, whether you're, whether you're Democrat or Republican, you know, that there's certain people that are elected officials that are very light on crime, if you would. And they put up with this kind of stuff. Well, I don't remember what the law was, but there was a law passed that if you, if you don't steal anything, um, above $1,500 worth of merchandise, and you can't be prosecuted. Nine, 900 Or 900 <laughs> It's even worse. Yeah, so $900. So what does that make people do? You just... I mean, that that's... You take a calculator with you, and you walk out with less than $900. Right. That's exactly what you do, and nobody stops you. And then when people do start stopping you, and security yeah, comes you in... you go to jail. Stop, exactly. The the security has to worry about not touching. They, they, they try to get in front of them. You've seen these videos. They try to get in front of them, say, stop, please, go put that merchandise back. You haven't paid for it. And then the guy with the camera's going, you can't do that. Right, 100%. You got to let them go. Yep, 100%. <laughs> 100%. So yeah. wait, so so what happens when so what happens when somebody finally goes I'm tired of seeing this shit happen? Maybe it's the owner of the business that keeps getting stolen from. Maybe it's a maybe it's like an Ace Hardware, right? Where it's not uh it's not a big corporation owned, mm-hmm. right? Right. And maybe the guy that owns the business comes and says the next person that steals from me, I'm 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 doing my I'm doing what I need to do. Yeah, like at, I, at what point? What? How does that play out? Well, I think there's less less lethal things that you can do. Pepper uh, spray I and everything I, that's else why like I that. didn't specifically right. say. I, know, I, I said did what he had to do. Um, and I think that would be the first step that you would you would do and try to do everything you can to lock things down. And I mean, if it came to that, I mean, we would let let, let nobody touch our cigars, and we would uh, go. There's the an cigars, easy solution, you know. Um, but we don't want that to happen, and we don't want anyone to ever deal with that. We want you to come in, look at the humidors, and see see what you want. Nope. And any any cigar manufacturer, I, I wonder what that's like. For cigar manufacturers in those cities, are not manufactured, but cigar retailers in those cities, and what that's like, well, you know, for them. So I mean, and cigars aren't a big, a big thing that people are right. going to go they'd for be, because they'd be going know, for the cash register, right? Right, exactly. So, 
but I think that's important to recognize is, you know, what are you going to do? Example, I mean, example, I won't, I won't go into a lot of details on this, but there was a riot happening uh, over here on cave Creek road where we were um, and where our, our cigar shop is and uh, protesters marching down the street and so on and so forth. The cops were out in full force. Was that the same time they tore up the Apple store in Scottsdale Fashion Square? Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was working for Apple at that time. We actually all got sent home, and yeah. they boarded up our store for a week. Yeah, so it was it was kind of a unique thing. And uh, but I remember asking the cop, but they wouldn't pick up our mail. They wouldn't come down this route to pick up our mail. And uh, we're mm. not necessarily a bad part of town. That's right. They wouldn't know? come get the mail. But they, they told the uh, post office, hey, there's this... This is demonstration going on today, and we want to keep everyone safe. So as a result, we're not going to have you go pick up the mail. And so we literally take our mail to the, uh, you know. Um, I'm preparing for the camera to flip. To the, okay, okay. So so what I did is, you know, I brought down uh, my son, and we guarded our store during that time. And uh, we were okay. We were so, fine, you know. And so as a result, but people also knew that, you know, and we're in a niche industry. We're, we're a niche, you know. So people aren't coming in here to, to you know, steal PS3s and, you know, or PS5s and <laughs> I was Xbox like, wait, somebody still wants a three, bro? Yeah. So um, they're you, not. you bring up another interesting point, though. Mm-hmm. Property versus protecting people. Because the conversation started around people getting jumped and protecting people, right? right? Right, right. Aren't there weird laws about protecting your property versus yourself? Like if like if somebody... I think that... Like, at, like at what point is them coming into your shop and taking stuff threatening to you? Like if somebody just walked in and told you, I'm going to take this stuff... It's under nine hundred dollars, and then I'm gonna leave. Call your insurance company, and then you say no, you're not. You pick that ass up and you throw them out. Mm-hmm. Are you in trouble for that? Because technically, your life wasn't threatened it directly. Doesn't it doesn't matter. But I, I mean, my livelihood is so my life is. See, that, you know, that, so that's what I was saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. I'm 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 not going to I'm I'm not going to put up with that, and nobody else will, and so on and so forth. And but this isn't going to happen with us. It's happening in other places right now. You know, I'm not saying I it's think gonna, it will start you know, happening here soon, though. Well, then we lock the doors because the homelessness it's, and, and it's stuff ca- is so bad. It's it's a case by case thing. So it, it, how bad would it be that we have to lock the door and get like an automatic lock where we let people in one by one? And we vet them so they can come in I, with their cigars. So I was thinking that a little a few minutes ago when I was like, well, there are a couple solutions. And it's mm-hmm. I did see a target where every single item was behind a sliding glass door behind lock and key. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But, and, and we could do that with our humidors. Well, yeah, for we sure, can. but we're yeah. small, right? Yeah. How does a Walmart, what do you do? You hire somebody to be in each aisle way or walk around to take care of everybody to unlock stuff? Do you, yeah. do, you do what you said? Do you only let three or four people in at a time with a personal shopper? Do you mm-hmm. say, sorry, you got to order your stuff online. You can only pick it up. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. got to schedule an appointment to shop in the store with a security guard? Like, See, the, the, that's. I think that the thing that you're asking is, are when are Americans going to be so frustrated their freedoms are taken away? Bingo. That they step up and actually do something. I think the time is now for you to do that um, in, in, in whatever way that you need to where you, where you are so that criminals recognize that you're not going to be a victim, okay? And when criminals recognize that you won't be a victim, hey, by the way, when you do that, some of you will, including myself and JB. We'll be victims at, soon, at some point, you know? But if you don't lay down and let the criminals reign, well, then you win because you're giving them they're get, you're giving them pushback, and criminals don't want pushback. They want the easiest thing to do. They do, and we know this from that's why that, that's why we have dogs. Like people won't break into houses that have dogs. Typically, they go to another house because it's easier to bypass an alarm than a dog. You know, so like that's that's important to recognize that they want the easy way out. So if you don't make it easy for them, well, then you you win. You well, you just win. What 
what state was it where they were just talking about where they started using these robots? Is that New know. York? I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not what do you think? What it. do you think about them doing that stuff? What do you mean using robots? Give me an example. What do you mean? Um, what are they doing with robots? I, never I don't this. remember what I don't I don't remember. So I'm not going to speak 100 percent on it because I don't mm-hmm. want to I don't want to say anything. I don't remember talking reading it exactly. Okay. But if I remember, they're like little patrol bots that can like, um, basically they just start going nuts when they encounter stuff. Or like maybe they sent one in and it like it, it arrested somebody or something recently. I don't remember. I'd have to yeah. look it up. But if there they, was something that just happened. If with they don't a robot. respect the law, they don't respect police officers. They're never going to respect a robot. So it doesn't matter what what happens at, at that point. And if you you damage a robot and everything else like that, that then it becomes really that's just, that's the iRobot stuff. And I don't, I don't know about that, but that freaks I, me out. I, I think I don't that, like it. Yeah, we don't need that. We need people to be genuinely good people. And step up and say, no, I'm not going to let crime happen. I'm not going to let this happen on my watch. And all of us are on watch. All of us have to be on watch. If you're not on watch, and if you're not doing something that is contributing to the betterment of human flourishing in our society, then you're against it. Okay, if you're letting it happen, you, you're just a culprit is what you are. Almost a, almost somebody is saying that I'm okay with that. And you don't want to be okay with it. You really don't. So, But I, I, I guess the question I have for you guys that are watching this and listening to this is, what would you do? What would you do? So drop a comment below and tell us what would you do as a result of these things that we're talking about. And I guess to end the podcast, we'd, we'd ask that question for you. And then we'd tell you a little bit what we're smoking. We're smoking the Twisted Fates, the pillar version, right? And uh, we started on the, on the review and uh, we're finishing it up here on the podcast. What, what are you thinking about the cigar right now? Dude, it's really good. Um, I will say, though, they're fresh, they're fresh off the boat. Um, I do like them with a little bit of age on them a little bit better. They okay. mellow out and get a little bit sweeter. Okay. Um, okay. but man, they're such a good cigar. I've been, I've been, I've been waiting for these to come back. Yeah. Well, they don't last in our humidor. They to don't. Get, to get any kind of age whatsoever. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining our video podcast and, uh, tell us what you thought about the, the format. Did you like it? Did you enjoy it? Is the audio okay? Let us know about that kind of stuff because we definitely do, we definitely do this more and let you let us know what you think about this. So, and these will be shorter video podcasts. We're not going to do you know two hours or anything else like that. Maybe we will. Drop a comment below. And also, if you have any suggestions for things you'd like to hear us talk about on the podcast, video podcast in particular, as we're finishing up cigars, drop a comment below and put it below and let us know what you want to hear and what things that you'd like to hear us talk about. And with that said, I'm Bradley. This has been JB, and you've been listening to the Cut, Light, and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigars, CigarSoapbox.com, and brought to you by the Huddle Up Store Studios. With that said, guys, we're out of here like last year. Peace.